0: Welcome to the Boston Rob Show. I hope you are having a splendastical day. I don't know what that means. I just made that word up. It could mean uh, horrible. No, let's face it. You ever notice that? Like even the word fantastic. You almost say it and have to smile. And then if you say like downtrodden. Like just saying that word. That word sounds like it's depressed. Like if you drew that word. You would draw it like getting ready to jump off a bridge. (laughs) You ever notice that? Like fantastical. It sounds like a unicorn is, a Pegasus unicorn is flying through the air, shooting laser beam hearts out of its eyes. And then if you say a word like, I'm feeling morose, which I don't hear many people saying that, but just the word morose. Like it sounds depressed. It sounds like that word is frowning. This is a weird opening to the podcast, but I, what I'm trying to say is I hope you're doing well. I want to share something with you. Uh, one of my favorite verses that I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this. Here it is Make sure that no one ever pays back one wrong with another wrong. Instead, always try to do what is good for each other and everyone else. That's deep, man. Now that, yes, it's a Bible verse. I hope I didn't lose you here. It is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now, if you're really new to the Bible, those numbers before, like the word Thessalonians, that means it's the first book. The number after Thessalonians, 5, means it's the fifth chapter. And the numbers after that... Uh, just tell you what verse it is so you can find it. So if you're ever looking for something, you go, oh, it's in First Thessal- Thessalonians, not Second. It's chapter 5, verse 15. And that, when you look that up, it is make sure that no one ever pays back one wrong with another wrong. Instead, always try to do what is good for each other and everyone else. Now, I read that the other day. I have the Bible app and every day it shows you a new verse. You can highlight it, whatever you want. You might not be interested in that. But this, I found, even though it was written like 2,000 years ago, how how true does that ring today? And I love reading different verses in the Bible every single day. Number one, because it kind of challenges me to be a better person. You know, you read that first thing in the morning and it just kind of checks you. It reminds you, like, yo, whoever you're quarreling with, whoever wronged you, you can still pay them back with good. You ain't got to go low. And not only is that good for them, but it's good for everyone else. You're making the world a better place. Who knows the, the ripple effect that somebody who's wronged you and you go and do good by them, what what they will do, you know, going forward or what kind of effect that will have on them. And that's the, I, I, I don't know, I love that stuff. I know there's people who have apps where they're challenging their memory and trying to get better memory. But ultimately, it's like in 15 years to get Alzheimer's, alzheimer's alzheimer's sorry (laughs) alzheimer's am i having it is that like a symptom of it you can't say it um can you lose your memory this the bible thing this is like you know challenging your character so i just thought i'd share that maybe you're interested maybe you're not i don't start every boston rob show like this just just giving you a heads up if you're a new listener My show is like Goodwill Hunting, except for your ears, like an audio version. What does that mean? Well, we'll laugh. You might cry. It's not your fault, Will. Most importantly, we're calling out those that are suspect. I should just change the name of this podcast to You Suspect with Boston Rob. (laughs) Maybe I'll do it. No, I can't change the name now. that would be a good name for a podcast patent pending no one no one steal that in case i start another podcast and this boston rob show turns into something else this this episode here's what i want to talk about ebayers the people that go on ebay i'm one of them Uh, i'm not suspect in what we're going to talk about but the people selling avengers endgame tickets and the people buying them you suspect Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky from Fuller House, your suspect. And everyone in your cast is suspect. Y'all go take a long walk off a short pier. F all of you guys. Did you see Lori Laughlin walking into federal court signing autographs? I'm not going to talk about it right now. I'll talk about it in a little bit, but that's what she was doing. She's un-effing believable. I also want to talk about the greatest karmic story ever. The karma trend came right around in this story a suspected rhino poacher rhinos are like on their last leg and that's horrifying for me as a parent to think that like at some point i might have to tell my children there are no rhinos left that's so sad to me but this rhino poacher oh he got his and he got his quick and he got his in a way that i don't know if it's okay that i'm joyful over this because it's gnarly and i'll tell you about that on this episode of The Boston Rob Show. Now, if you are a new listener, I I gotta ask something of you. Can you please go and subscribe? Not only would it mean the world to me, having a new subscriber, but you also will be alerted every time I upload a new podcast. I'm trying to release podcasts every other day. Uh, sometimes when I'm filming my YouTube shows, that turns into every other couple of days but i'll always make up for it because there have been days where i do two podcasts uh two days in a row so please go and subscribe all you got to do is click the little subscribe button and while you're there scroll all the way down for you listening in itunes i see you scroll all the way down click five stars it gives me a five star rating it helps promote the podcast and it makes me feel so good i, I can't explain when i see a new five star rating how rad that is so thank you if you've already rated and if you're going to thank you so much it means the world to me i'm pretty lonely as a stay-at-home dad i I gotta tell you i don't get to communicate with too many people this is my window to the outside world when i get those five star ratings i'll tell you you may you make a stay-at-home dad proud (laughs) all right avengers endgame i understand this movie has the hype of Avatar. Remember when Avatar came out, the movie with the blue people? Not the kids movie. The last Avatar. That The last Airbender Avatar, that movie was rad. That one was way better than the blue people one. But the blue people one, I just remember so many people talking like, this is a game changer. The way movies will be seen will be different. And nobody can remember anything from that movie, except for the one guy. I see you, Jake Sully. Other than that, it was like, yeah, it was about you know, a white army of men going to take the, the, the oil from the tree or whatever. It wasn't oil. Essentially, it was like, uh, the Gulf War with blue people. <laughs> That's so historically inaccurate. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? You get what I'm saying. Um, and... This endgame movie is the culmination of like 10 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming to a close. Because we know, like, Thor will not be played by Chris Hemsworth. Captain America will not be, uh, what's his name? Chris Evans, the cat from, who's from Massachusetts. He's a local boy. He's from, like, down the street. And who else is not gonna come back? There's a few o- oh, Robert Downey Jr. will not be Iron Man. So, it's kind of sad, too, because we've seen these characters for 10 years play these roles. They are beloved. And this movie ends it. I could give a spoiler. I I mean, do I give a heads up? I'm going to say something. If you are going to see the movie and you get really bent out of shape about spoilers, fast forward 15 seconds. Here's your heads up. I read that Captain America dies at the end of this. Like... He doesn't just stop playing the role and they end this movie nicely like Cap F and (laughs) dies. So I don't get bent out of shape over spoilers. In fact, I search them out. I don't mind it. I like to see if it lines up with the movie. I can still watch a movie and totally enjoy it. And in fact, if I go to the movie with someone and they don't know that I read spoilers, I try to play it off like, oh, I bet this happens. And then just see if I can impress them. Because my wife is so smart that she can actually kind of guess. You know those people. There's people that can actually kind of guess what's going to happen. My wife is one of those. She, like, can tell. She has, like, the psychic sense to tell what's going to happen in a movie. So I got to compete. The only way I can do that is reading spoilers. <laughs> Told you. The romance is not gone in our marriage. I still want to impress her by knowing what happens in movies. So I hope I didn't spoil that for you. Uh, if you're just getting back from fast forward let's get into the ebay talk i understand it's a hot hot ticket april 26th it's a thursday they're starting the screenings uh you're probably wanting to stay away from spoilers i'm guessing that's why people are willing to pay this much i can't figure out any other effing thing like the why would you pay more than the ticket price Ticket prices are already, what, like 30 bucks if you want to see it in 3D? Which I highly suggest. The last movie I can really remember going to see in the theaters. Uh, no, I went to see a couple with my wife. But the last movie in 3D I saw was Avengers, the original one. And I went back for a second time. It was so good in 3D. Avengers were meant to be seen in 3D. Like when Iron Man shoots through the sky, Spider-Man, all these movies, these Marvel movies. This is why they made 3D. Not for Avatar, not for Shrek. Yes, I saw Shrek forever after in 3D. These Marvel movies are meant to be seen in 3D. And that's an expensive ticket, okay? The fact that they are going on eBay for $25,000. I am not joking. There are tickets in San Diego being sold for $25,000. I think it's an eight pack for the first showing on opening night. Why you would pay that much? even normally I'm in the camp of like hey if you got the money, go ahead splurge I can't I can't say that with this. you're effing tapped if you spend that much going to see a movie first. like you could just wait not go to the seven o'clock show, go to the 10 o'clock show <laughs> and pay normal normal people prices and that's not all. there are people selling it for five thousand. It depends what city you're in. in New York City there's, there's tickets for five thousand dollars some fan event. I don't I don't know what fan event will be worth 5 grand for two tickets. And then there's a gang of people selling them for $2500, $250, $100, and I'm talking like a two-pack to go on opening night. Now, this is your fair warning. I ho- I pray you're not buying Avengers Endgame tickets on eBay. Check your local theaters. Go to your local ticket box box office. And I say that because when I Started finding these Avengers Endgame tickets for five ten thousand dollars. I went, What the f? Like, t- I'm guessing they've completely sold out, right? No, I go on the web, I look at the Liberty Tree Mall right down the street from me, go to see the one of the first showings in 3D, and what do you know? Half a theater still not sold. I could have got. Perfect seats. What do I mean by perfect seats? Well, halfway up the incline and almost dead center. I couldn't get dead center, but like just to the left. For normal prices. Who the F is buying the... I mean, and and if you're saying, oh, well, no one's going to buy it. There are like 13 people watching the pair for 250 There were people watching the pair for $1,000. i am guessing... In like Oklahoma City where there's nothing going on they probably already sold out but please do you do it due diligence check Fandango check the box office don't don't buy these on eBay don't be suckered into buying them there's no panic you still got time and if worse comes to worse you'll be the second showing <laughs> you'll be the second people to see the movie you can go at 10 o'clock midnight 1 a.m. Like, seeing it first, you really can't stay away from the internet for that long to just wait a little bit, not get any spoilers, and just go? (laughs) It's effed. Oh, I almost cussed right there. Which, when I was looking on Fandango, it made me realize something. Why do movie theaters still have that bottom row? Like, they're not on the incline. You know those seats? There's, like, usually two or four rows, and they're, like, on the ground. Why do, why are they selling those tickets? That's a rip movie theaters I'm on to you. I'm calling you on this. You're suspect. The fact that you haven't demolished all those seats that aren't on the incline just tells me that you're you're into ripping people off. Because especially in a 3D movie, you can't see the 3D from down there turning your neck at a 90 degree angle. You can't. The 3D's going over your head. And I've watched a movie from down there before, not in 3D, just watching one, and it's horrible. You're too close, you can't see nothing. It's like, you gotta, to see somebody's face, you gotta look across the whole screen. It's an awful experience. And they still have those effing seats. Those are like the moneymaker seats, you know? When it's like a full house, they know nobody else should be able to fit in the theater, but they still sell you tickets because you'll sit down front underneath the screen. (laughs) It's f man, I hate that they need to I, that's that's my platform if i'm running in 2020 I, I say the movie theaters get rid of those ground floor seats they're doing nobody any service they're just making you money and it's not right <laughs> um so please don't buy your avengers Endgame tickets on ebay i'm stoked though this movie is going to be three hours and 58 seconds More movies should be like that. I read an article a while ago before they released the official time, and this dude who wrote the article, or maybe it was a woman, I don't know, probably a woman, because the complaint was nobody can sit that long in a theater and watch a movie, they'll have to have an intermission. And I thought, are you an adult, or is this like a toddler writing it who needs a potty break every half hour? Who can't hold it for three hours and 58 seconds? Really? What are you, getting in there and powering down two drinks? Give me a break! No one needs an intermission. <laughs> like, do you get up every three hours, at, or every hour and a half when you're sleeping to go to the bathroom? Like, come on! Maybe we should at least have like the rule of thumb that you have with a puppy. However many months they are is how many hours they can hold their bladder. That should be the same for humans, you you imbeciles. Three hours fifty eight seconds. I mean, that really isn't too long when you think about. All that has to be covered in this Avengers Endgame movie. Apparently, another spoiler alert, they're gonna fight Thanos twice. They're gonna be doing time travel. There's a lot going on. I wish this movie was gonna be four hours and I got no problem with it. Even if there wasn't an intermission. Yes, I will see this movie. I will probably wait till it's like, you know, released on VHS. I I still get a VCR, but they don't they don't release movies on VHS. On Blu-ray or what is it? Digital comes out first, so I'll wait till that. But I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna complain that it's a three hour fifty eight minute, uh, three hour fifty eight second movie. I found that it was such a uh, elementary. That's such a good word when you're when you're ripping on someone. That's such a good dis word. <laughs> that was such an elementary complaint. Like really, you need an intermission for a three hour movie, you baby. <laughs> um, well, I think that's all I had to talk about with the uh, Avengers endgame Just please, if you're going opening night, wait till the second showing. Do not pay twenty five thousand dollars. Most I I couldn't imagine anybody actually paying that. You got to be an idiot to spend that much money on just seeing it first, right? Like you don't get nothing from that. And I what I wish I could do if somebody paid that much. I wish I could beat them. To the, to the punch and just spoil a movie for them. Somehow, like, text them the plot or... <laughs> that was the greatest bit I ever did on the radio. I went when people were camped out. For days they were camped out to see the Star Wars movie. Whichever one. That sucked. Those newer... Not the newest ones, but this was like 10 years ago. The new ones 10 years ago. And I read all the spoilers and they literally chased me out of the parking lot. Our radio station had to create a rule that promotions people went with the stunt guy <laughs> after that because so many people tried to attack me <laughs> it was great because like i said you could spoil whatever for me i don't care I, it, it's all good for me um Lori laughlin aunt becky she to me is the epitome of like white privilege and stuck up white women everywhere she's like the she used to be the poster child for hallmark now She is just the epitome of white privileged asshole women. (laughs) Pardon my language, but this lady chaps my hide, And I will tell you about her walking in to federal court here in Boston and how she treated it like it was a new Hallmark movie premiere for her next. All right, I will tell you about Lori Loughlin walking into federal court here in Boston in a moment and why she's the epitome of ass-hattery to me. Her and all her friends on that Full House show, everybody's sticking by her. Oh, you can't help who you love. You can condemn someone's actions. That's okay. In fact, like, shouldn't your friends be the ones that hold you accountable? Right? If they don't, are they really friends? Alright, I'll get into that in a minute. I want to tell you about this suspected rhino poacher. I don't know why they call him suspected. I guess you got to. But the other four buddies that had snuck into this game reserve in South Africa are going to court. I don't like that they call it a game reserve. Like, that always makes me... Immediately, I read that and I went, Oh, so it's like a place where people hunt. No, it's not it's a it's a reserve it's a place where I wish they would call it an, an animal reserve because when you call it game don't you think like oh it's a game people can hunt them but this wasn't this was like where they're protected it's I don't know it's all backwards to me don't st- maybe this guy was confused I hate to stand up for him I really don't want to but you call it a game reserve maybe he's like oh the rhino is fair game <laughs> right it's a weird that's a weird way to put it. Call it a protected animal sanctuary. Don't call it a, a game reserve. <laughs> but his his four buddies, who I guess you could call lucky, uh, go to court. And maybe they'll go to prison. I don't know what South African law is for rhino poachers. But they will be considered lucky once you hear what happened to him. So his remains were found. And all that was left of him was a skull and pants. I'm guessing his, Levi's jeans held up pretty well. Because what they think happened was when they, when they snuck into this park to go and hunt this poach, this rhino, they came across an elephant. And the elephant killed the, the dude. The other guys made it out. Maybe that's how they know what happened, because the other guys told the story. And even in reading this article, they say, like, to go into this park on foot is extremely dangerous because of all the wildlife. So, these guys sneak into the South African Game Reserve Animal Sanctuary. Uh, one of them does not make it out alive. He's stamped, I'm guessing, an elephant stamped him to death, stomped on him, stomped him to death. I didn't say that right. Um and then after if this isn't the karma train coming so quick i don't know what is and i'm kind of happy that this is what happened well i I hate to say i'm happy because apparently this guy had four daughters but i mean set a better example for your kids what the f you live by the the poach you get poached that's what happened after the elephant stomped him to death and killed him his remains were finished off by a pack a pride of lions. Is that not gnarly? That's so gnar But I mean the life of a poacher, right? You live by the poach, you die by the poach. The animals poached you, buddy. And all that was left was a pair of jeans. I wonder if they were Levi's. Be a good commercial for 'em. Our five oh ones hold up to the toughest pride of lions. Even an elephant couldn't stamp out the rips. <laughs> couldn't tear this... These puppies. I hate to be joking about it, but I really... You know what I mean? Like, I don't hate to joke about this, because this guy was an a-hole. He was definitely suspect. Going to hunt a poor rhino. The rhinos don't have a chance. I mean, I don't want to get into my thoughts on hunting, but I respect my buddy who goes out with a bow and arrow. Okay? He comes back with a bear. Bear stew. bear carpets, but he hunts with a bow and arrow. I think that's pretty fair. You miss? All right, the bear might be hunting you. That's how hunting should be. I hate seeing those photos of those Trump twins. Are they even twins? They're idiots. They're twins in idiocracy, holding that jaguar or leopard. They were in Africa, so it was a leopard. That that bums me out, because when you're you know, 300 yards away in a, you know, what is it, Was it called? A standstill, one of those things the hunters hide in, hideouts, and they can't even smell you, and all of a sudden they're dead. It's like, that's not, that's not fair, that's not hunting, man. That's not hunting, that's tricking animals into dying. So, this guy, full-on karma train, came back and plowed him over. Man, I wish they had some closed-circuit television filming that, because I'd watch it, watch that poacher. That's what they should play at the entrance of the park. Or that, you know, that should be the new sign out front of this game reserve. If you were here to poach, just know, here's a picture of the last guy, and it's just the skull and jeans. And it says, I know this is vulgar, but... And then the sign just goes on to read, This guy was here to poach a rhino. This elephant decided not to let him, and the pride of lions didn't even let him. his remains return. So that's what happens <laughs> now let's talk about Lori laughlin Lori laughlin i hate you so much it's so funny to think that like in the 80s or early 90s growing up you had a crush on her she was on back she was so rad she was you know john stamos's wife and funny and like the just the aunt that you wanted and she was Seem like too good to be true, right? Beautiful, funny, nice, all this stuff. And then you find out really who she is, and she's the broad that will try to bribe her kids' way into college, even though her little dodos for daughters only want to go for game days and partying, they don't even really want to be there. And she'll have those little dodos pose on a row machine to get in, and poor some poor kid who really rose, probably worked their whole life to get into USC you know, on the crew team, didn't get their spot because this little dodo, Olivia Jane, or, or Olivia Jade, I don't know, OJ, that's what I call her, OJ wanted to go for game days. Couldn't she just get a ticket and go to game days, and just be like, hey, I'm... <laughs> I'm Lori Laughlin's daughter. Check me out. Like, she could have went without actually taking somebody's spot at USC. She could have just went to the games, got drunk out front, and, you know, (laughs) I I don't even want to say. But Lori Laughlin walking into federal court in Boston, signing autographs, walking like it's a red carpet event, posing for photos, laughing, chuckling it up. I'll tell you what i've been to court i've been to court many times i've been to court with the prospect of jail time in front of me you are not signing autographs you're not laughing you don't look like she looked it's a very serious stress-filled event okay there's no time for smiles in fact you're just trying to make sure that you don't look like you're in a hand-me-down suit and that the judge will find you like a decent looking human being. And you're very concerned about your appearance because that's usually all they know. You know, they just look at you and look at the rap sheet. Now I know Lori Loughlin's got quite a storied career of being a Hollywood elite, the face of Hallmark. But I think she knows something. I think her lawyers told her like, listen, you've paid enough money to get your kids into college, you can just now pay enough money to get this out of court, no jail time. I'm sure their lawyers told them, like you don't even have to worry about going to jail or prison. We'll will will figure something out. You got enough money. That's how the system works. You know, you got enough money. Yeah, you can get off with like a little community service, and a couple of fines. You pay you pay some fines to the state. The state's happy. You're good. Charges dropped. What I mean, this. I, I hope she goes to jail. I do, I'll do. i say it. I, I think there's people that are going to jail that should not be going to jail. On, you know, drug charges where they're an addict, they need a rehab. I think Lori Loughlin, she damn well knew what she was doing. She knew it was illegal. She took pictures of her effing daughters on row machines to fake it. That's how far they went. Photoshopping-ish. She should spend a little... She should be scared into, like... Hey, we want to make sure you don't try something like this again. That's what jail's good for. For people like her. She ain't going to make friends. You know? We need to make sure that she uh, she learns her way. She did not look remorseful walking into court. And that bugged me. I've been to court. I know people that go to court. I couldn't believe the way she walked in there. Like, really? You You got... No remorse for what you did? There's kids out there that did not get in because of you. There might only be one or two. What does she have, two daughters? But still, what she did is like, you know, that's white privilege right there. And that bugs me. Oh, Lori Laughlin. you mother effer. I hate that her castmates won't condemn her actions. I hate that. I hate Bob Saget. I just, this whole thing irritates me. Netflix, cancel this show. It sucks anyways. (laughs) Um, so I'll be following that story. I couldn't believe more people weren't there to shame her. There were a couple girls with signs that said like, hey, pay for my college after you get out of prison. But really, they should have been shaming her, like yelling, I don't know, shame. (laughs) I can't think of anything better. I need someone to come up with a clever catchphrase. Aunt Becky, something, something. Clever chant. Uh, listen, if you are new to this podcast, please subscribe. I'm wrapping it up right now. Right after this is finished, go hit subscribe and then scroll down. If you listen on iTunes, please scroll down, hit five stars, rate this. It helps me get the word out about the podcast. I don't know how, but I know that like with the more ratings, the more visibility my podcast gets. Plus it's just, it's awesome to see a new five-star rating. So... I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening. How we wrap up every podcast is like this. Much love. Spread love. Peace.